everybody welcome back to another episode of the no easy way out podcast season five we're in our brand new studio we're coming to you as always from the woodworth building in beautiful downtown owasso home to my company az branding solutions where we help grow your brand from a to z so it's season five brand new studio i'm super excited about our first guest for the new studio mm -hmm. and that is miss kendra nichols kendra welcome yeah, to the show thank you thank you for having me yeah thanks for coming to the show now we've known each other for a while not really sure. I was trying to recall, like, when was the point where we actually <laughs> met each other? Do you recall, like, when it was? It seems like we've always known each other. You somehow. know, I, I really don't know the exact date, but I can tell you, I yeah, remember I somebody saying, hey, call Tony, Tony Nash. And I think it had something to do with some website. Some so. web design. Yeah, you put together some pretty awesome websites. Well, I appreciate that. We do what we can here. We, we try to get better every day, but we love working with brands. So anyways, again, thanks for coming on the show. Yeah, thank you. Um, you are, are, now you are with Elite Early Learning Center. Are you the owner there of yes. that company? Okay. So tell us a little yes. bit, before we dig into like Elite Early Learning Center and what all that is, tell us a little bit about Kendra Nichols. Sure. Well, Elite Early Learning Center is Kendra Nichols. <laughs> Synonymous. So it's def definitely a passion of mine. Uh, so definitely a, a big portion of my life. But I would definitely I like to make the plug that I am I'm from Bancroft and then moved to Owasso shortly after graduation and started college and all of that. And I live in Owasso with my husband of 24 years. And years. we have thank you. And we have. Uh, two daughters and two sons, but one daughter is more recent. Uh, she is 16, so I'd hope that you'll ask me more about her. Okay, well, let's let's find out more about you. You, you say I have four kids. I have six, so I beat you in that one. Okay. I have three boys, three girls. You have two boys, two girls. I find that the even combination is a good mix, you know. So tell us about the kids, the fam, and the newest one. Mm -hmm. So there are, uh, uh, there's Amanda and Corey and Cody. And then our recent addition, which is... Um, the child that, that Jim and I had together, uh, and that that's quite a story. We'd probably need a whole another hour podcast for <laughs> <laughs> to be able to to talk about her. But uh, definitely, just um, this week, actually yesterday, was exactly five years of being able to to have her with us. And she is she's sixteen, and our one year adoption, our official gotcha day, uh, is the thirteenth of June this month. So. Very cool. So you had, uh, took her, her name in is G. G. Gerland, Gerline, Belgard Nichols. Right. And she'll hate me for that, but I'm just telling you. <laughs> Got the full name. It's out there forever now on the internet. So <laughs> so you took her when she was 11 and officially adopted her when she was 12? Does that sound? I met her in 2013. I was a former Mrs. Michigan mm -hmm. and traveled to Haiti with Miss America, Teresa Scanlon, 2011. I and Teresa. Yeah. So that's where, where I officially met her. You know, I think that's where we met, actually. She came to the Comstock. Okay. I was running the Comstock. And you had called and asked, you said you had Miss America coming to town and you needed to use something. And I think that's how I met you now that you said okay. that. Okay. There it is. <laughs> there All you right. go. We found it. <laughs> 
Sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. That's okay. Always good to find the missing piece to yes. the puzzle, right? <laughs> I was even wondering, like, why am I friends with a former Miss America on my Facebook? I, I remember meeting her, but I think you were the connection point. So Okay, fabulous. So when I first went there, obviously I didn't know that that was going to be the journey for me. But when people asked, pageantry truly did change my life. And being able to meet her, when I came back, everyone said, how was Haiti? And I was like, oh, it was great. But there was this one little girl. So it's pretty awesome how, how that cool. whole story came about. Very cool. So God definitely had a plan in that. <laughs> yeah. And my wife and I adopted as well. We uh, adopted our niece when she was uh, 12. So right around the same age. And she just graduated college. Uh, and she's doing awesome. She just got her first apartment. So, you know, we had five already. We're like, what's one more, you know, it's <laughs> once you have that many, but yeah, it's definitely a very rewarding thing. So, well, congratulations on the family and the four children. And I know you still got a lot of work cut off. How many are still at home? All of them? Just G. Oh, just G. She's got mm -hmm. one left. Okay. So that's a little, I still have three at home. I got rid of three, still got three. So we're working our way down the list here. <clears throat> so tell us a little bit about, uh, elite early learning center and what you guys do there. We have children that are birthed until they're, they can stay until their 13th birthday. Okay. Uh, we're open Monday through Friday from 5.30 in the morning until 6 o'clock p.m. And we have yeah infant all the way through school age. So we also offer a program that's called GSRP, which stands for Great Start Readiness Program. That's our, our Michigan State-funded preschool program. So we have that program. And then we recently just signed on with an early Head Start program. And that's for, um, which allows some free opportunities for, for infants to be able to attend that meet that, that income and eligibility threshold. So it's pretty awesome. Very cool. And how many, I don't think you call them students. How many, what do you call them? Yeah, no, Attendees, students? That's right. Attendees? Yeah, students are fine. How many students do you have? Um, we have, we are licensed for 66. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. That's a full day right there. My mom ran an, an at-home daycare uh, or childcare, as you okay. told me, <laughs> she ran it out my whole life. So I always had all these other kids in my house. You know, me, it was just me and my sister, but there was always like six to ten kids in our house that you know were just there to be babysat. That was used to. You break always them. had someone to play. <laughs> I always had someone to break my toys or someone to play with. But uh, but yeah, so I just thought to myself, like growing up, like the last thing I would ever want to do would be childcare, just because you grew up in it. You know, it's like that was at my house. But then I had six kids, so it's pretty much the same thing. But tell us what you love about, you know, doing this and taking care of kids. We, you hang out with DJ Chewy, too, so, you know. He's a big, big, big kid. <laughs> it's a big kid. I don't ever really get away from the kids. I'm just sure. kidding. I'm just kidding. No, that's He's very great. true. Yeah. He's Mr. Owasso now. Mr. Did you get Owasso, his autograph? Shout out to Casey Lambert. Mr. Owasso, he's in the back. Casey, give yourself a round of applause. Shout out to that's Mr. Awesome Owasso. Awesome efforts. I had to do it, Case. <laughs> Yeah, no, I had to be there and watch his swimsuit competition, oh. and that was a memory I will never forget, but wish that I could. So yeah, I'm thinking. I mean, I don't know if it's okay to say. Um, I know it's a family show, but it is an important part of pageantry. Perhaps we maybe should have introduced him to what's called butt glue. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, probably <laughs> before his competition, right? <laughs> yeah, that is a man who is confident in his own skin, right there. I so. loved it. it was awesome. And I saw more of his skin than I desired to, but. <laughs> Hey, everyone had fun. It was a yeah. good time. So back to real child care. <laughs> what is it that you love about, you know, taking care of other people's kids? I mean, all day, every day, that's what you do. Well, I certainly don't do it alone. My staff is amazing. Uh, we have some of our workers, and I'm just going to give them a shout out because they're pretty awesome. They've been there for almost 25 years now. Wow. Uh, we have Becky Maybaugh, and she works in our infant room along with uh, Lisa Tomlinson. 
And then also our longtime employee is Pat Fetterspiel. So all of them have been there for a pretty long time. And so you definitely have to have a passion for children. Um, but we have some, I mean, some dynamic employees. Um, those were just three of the long longevity, but some of the other ones have been there 10 and 12 years. I mean, I would love to go down the entire list, but, um, I mean, we have, and then Courtney Bennett who helped out with our kids events this weekend. I mean, they're just very active in their, their community. And, um, I just really appreciate them because you get that continuity, you get that, um, kids want to know who, who's, who is going to greet me in the morning. Yeah. I mean, my mom, she has adults now come up to her and just remember Mm -hmm. her from daycare. You know, I mean, my mom has potty trained probably as many people in Owasso as as anyone, you know, (laughs) half of Shiawassee County. Yeah. So, I mean that, so would it be rude to say that, um, it was pretty awesome to reconnect with, uh, with Nate. I had Nate. <laughs> back in the day too. Nate who? Nate McNamara. Oh, okay. You had him and, and yeah, he's probably gonna kill me too. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's all right. Well, I think obviously, I mean, one thing I'd like to say and commend you on is, you know, if you've had the same staff for that long, you know, hearing you talk about them, I can tell you care about them. I love yeah. it when you know a business owner, an entrepreneur, deflects the credit back to their team. You know, I think you know we truly believe like. Services don't build a business, you know, products don't build a business, people build a business. Definitely. So the fact that you've been able to keep people that long is a reflection of the quality of, you know, business that you have. And I think it shows the care that you put into your voice because people don't quit their jobs. They quit their boss. I really believe that. And so if people have been willing to stick it out with you for 5, 10, 15, 20 years, plus, plus years, I mean, that to me, I think is a reflection of you and what you're doing there. And I just think that's incredible. So congratulations on that. Thank you. I, I really think it comes down to like their love and passion, deep rooted too. And then just being able to find, you know, what do they need as an employee? I think that's really important. You know, I think that's something I'd like. I to, wish I could do more for them though. Like they just, they deserve it. And I, I think just, every good boss wishes they could do more for their people. And, and I want to take a second to talk about that because, you know, I think as an employer, it's so important that you find for any employee, I mean, you can have a great employee that can become a bad employee if you have them in the wrong position, or if you have them doing something that they just don't care about, or that they're, you know, that they dread every day. But when you can find people a spot that fits their personality, that fits their passion, and plug them into that and create an environment where they can thrive and grow, mm-hmm. you'll get so much more out of your people. And I think a lot of business owners go wrong. And that, you know, they just have these six positions, we're going to fill them, and this is your job when you do it, like it or not, and they kind of view their people as minions or, you know, employee number seven, and and there's not any of that, like, personal attention. And I think as, as we move forward in society and this younger generation coming up, I think it's going to be so important that employers find positions, uh, or maybe not find positions because you have the positions you have, but find people to fit the positions based on what they truly love and they're passionate mm-hmm. about. If, if somebody's doing what they enjoy, you're always going to get more out of them. I always say, I mean, I, you have to have all the qualities and then we can teach you the job. You don't have to know the job. Right. Um, you do have to like kiddos, of course, yeah. and want them to thrive. But uh, finding that right person, uh, yeah. do they smile? Are they friendly? Um, and just find those great, great people and then, then train them for the job. Well, it's important that you as a company know who you are, your, your core values and what is important to you. And like you said, I mean, there's a lot of things you can train. You can, you can teach someone how to change a diaper or how to feed lunch or how to do playtime. 
but you can't teach care and compassion. I mean, those things people have to have, you know, you know, in our company, you know, two of our core values are gratitude and kindness. And what I'm finding is those aren't qualities you teach. Those are qualities that people have. Now you can teach people to be more kind and show more gratitude, but like if they're inherently ungrateful or unkind, they're just not going to fit here. And so us knowing that helps us in our hiring so that we're not bringing the wrong people because we could get a dynamo employee that would be great somewhere and actually be a bad employee here because they just don't fit. And so I think it's very important that a company knows who they are, where they're going, what they're about. So, so how did you come up with the name elite early learning center? I mean, I was curious to see what the process was when somebody came to the name of their company. Okay. So formally it was uh, Baker college early learning center okay. and I worked for them uh, for 14 years. I was a part of that organization and, when it was when they were phasing out and we made the some of the proposals to move forward uh it was i wanted to offer i had to come up with a name and it was real quick because we didn't we didn't miss one day for parents so that was pretty awesome but being able to make that transition uh i would my thought process simply was that i wanted to offer something that not everybody had and so it was just Let's offer something more. Let's offer something elite. And I just kept coming back to that name. And I'm like, for goodness sakes, why don't we just call it, it elite? It's it. kind of funny, though. They'll have people that'll still say, is this Elite? Elite. People call us Azzy. Like in the parade on Saturday, like two of the three places that announced your name was like, uh, now we have Azzy Business Solutions. And, you know, I had to like run up to them and give them a free t-shirt. Like, it's Azzy, but... That's all right. <laughs> so yeah, it's definitely as long as they know. It's a conversation starter, at sure, least, right? Sure, sure. Because is. people ask that. But question. we have relocated since, and we are in the Corona area now. So we are in the old uh, MSU Extension Building. I didn't we know share that. a drive with Fiddler's Green, and uh, it's kind of two buildings rather, and so it's it's nice because the older kids they think that you know they have their own building, yeah. So they don't have to go to childcare. They come to camp, and we just help them with all of their their, yeah. their social aspects as well. Good. Well, and you had Casey and the Russell Bros help you move some heavy stuff. I saw we that did, on social media. Did. So that's always nice when you that got guys awesome. that can lift heavy things. Um, so what's going on? I didn't realize you had moved, though. So that's kind of cool for the community to know. So what's going on today with Elite Early Learning Center, by the way? I love the name. I love Thank how you. you came to the name. I was, like I said, I was like asking that question because um, when you are starting something, there is so much thought that goes into what I should call this because everybody wants it to be perfect. You know, even for us, when I came up with AZ, um, there was like 10 different names before that that I was trying to workshop. So I just like learning the process. But what's going on today with Elite Early Learning Center that you want the community to know about? Sure. And I think I just wanted to highlight on some of the elite things that we do have. So I think what's nice is we have like a large it's large to the kids, but it's actually a, a small wooded area. So it's nice. We're able to go out there and have the, the trails for the kiddos to explore and uh, just play in the woods. Just that natural. Let's look for worms. Let's um, do some leaf do rubbings, yes. different things like that, that are, you won't be able to find that you on can, a busy you found highway. A way to get kids to go outside. We do. That's incredible. Even That's when it rains. Them right there. If you want your kid to go outside. <laughs> Even when it rains, That's we good. play in the mud. So we do have rain suits. We have mud suits. It's pretty awesome. Very, very cool. Um, so, you know, I know obviously your target audience is people with kids, but 
you know, who are the people that should really be looking for you? Who's the the mom and the dad that's out there? What what, what are you looking for? Who are the people that should be looking for you? Anyone that has right now our primary target is you need to sign up your child for preschool. If you have a child that turns four before September 1st, and certainly before the end of the year, you need to come and get signed up. And we offer, like I said, a lot of free preschool programs, as well as our uh, Head Start programs, which would be for the for the infants and toddlers. So those programs are early Head Start programs. And like I said, you do have to qualify for those one, you know, income wise. Um, but the the threshold for that is so much more than what it used to be. So definitely come see if you if you apply. You may even qualify for a sliding fee, or you may qualify for a tuition spot. But we've found that those children that are getting those early childhood experiences are definitely thriving more by the time they get to kindergarten. They're becoming elite. They are. In life. <laughs> so why? I mean, there's obviously a lot of options for childcare in the area. Even mm-hmm. why elite over you know the other? Why should someone choose you? I would say we, like I said, we have all of our workers that are involved in higher education. It's not just 18 and breathing off of the street. And we make sure that they are, they're continuing to get their their education. Uh, We continue to build our programs, find new innovative ways of children, for children to be able to learn and just establishing those relationships, those longevity, you know, like I said, who's going to be in your classroom. And we, we just have great teachers that really find what in the individual needs. It's not just a blanket curriculum, really being able to, to offer what specifically is it that that child needs to learn. This child might know all of their letters and you know, one, two, threes, but it doesn't mean that they know how to do anything independently. Maybe they've been in home daycare and maybe, and that's not a bad thing. It's just different to them. And so, or maybe they have just been at grandma's house or maybe they've been with a neighbor, um, being able to, can they heat up their lunch? Are they ready for, can they put their own shoes on? Are they learning to tie? Can they help a friend put a coat on? And once awesome. once they can master it for themselves, how how can they Jealous. share those talents? Because cool. not everyone in kindergarten knows how to do those things. And so just just finding finding their abilities, helping them be able to fit. And I think that's what really makes us special is just it's not they're not just a number. They are they're an individual. And where are they and what do they what have they mastered? Let's build on it and then help them to be able to master additional skills. I love it. I love it. So it's beyond babysitting. Oh, absolutely. It'd be a great tagline for you. That's free. Beyond babysitting. <laughs> Elite early early learning center. Let me try to say that again. Elite early learning center. Beyond babysitting, right? No, that's cool. Yeah, I mean a lot of people they're just gonna drop their kids off and just have someone watch them for eight hours, but you guys are really working to work with the kids where they are, develop them. I even like the fact that once they learn a skill, you're teaching them to help someone else. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's such a lost thing in our society today. I feel like just everyone's kind of in their screen, in their own bubble, not looking to help their fellow man. I think the pandemic really uh, affected that because people just became hesitant to touch someone else, look at someone else, get close to someone else. And so even when you go into businesses today, it's hard to find someone that's just willing to help you. You know, even an employee that's supposed to be there to help you is like, <laughs> Hey, where's this? Oh, it's over on aisle 17. And then you just (laughs) got to go look for it, you know? So the fact that you're teaching kindness and teaching uh, young kids to help each other, uh, I think is awesome. So check them out. Elite Early Learning Center. I think it's great. 
Thank you. Uh, so on top of all that, you've also been involved in a lot of pageants. Mm-hmm. Um, again, we, we discovered on the podcast here that that's how we met. Uh, we're going to give Miss Teresa Scanlon her second shout-out of the podcast. So, Teresa, if you're watching, that's two shout-outs for you in one episode. We need to get her to come on the show if she's ever back in Owasso. <laughs> um, but um, you had been involved in pageants. You said you were Mrs. Michigan. So tell us a little mm-hmm. bit about what got you into pageants. And, you know, I know still you're I lo- involved with the Miss Kerwood. And mm-hmm. so tell us a little bit about that. I, I love the journey. So orig- my very first pageant, people always think maybe I started it when I was little, but uh, just a little girl. But I, <laughs> my first pageant was not until high school. So my very first pageant was Duran Railroad Days. Right. <laughs> and then... What's the, was, what's the name of the queen at the Railroad Days? Is it, you know, what, what's the name? Like here we have the Kerwood Queen. What's the name of the person? Railroad who, Days Queen. Oh, Railroad Days Queen. Okay. Makes sense. <laughs> Don't outthink yourself Don't there, Tony. Don't overthink you, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I was an attendant and then I found it was so much fun for the year. And actually the scrapbook that I, that I had made from that was once I was looking back through it, I was so sad that it was over just because there was so much that we had did that year. And so then I was reading and found the Kerwood Festival and that you could be older to enter that. You actually can be up to the age of 23 to enter that. And oh, so I was, was going to run next year, but I'm out. <laughs> There's always Mr. Wasso. <laughs> yeah, I keep being told that. <laughs> so there was a up to the age of 23, and at the time I was 21. So I went ahead and, and entered that, and again, just had a fabulous year, and the cover of my book that year was too much fun. So <laughs> I wanted to make sure, especially now, uh, of course, years later, being able to just make sure that I continued to offer those experiences uh, with with the Kerwood girls today, too. Yeah. So tell us about Mrs. Michigan. I mean, that seems mm-hmm. like a pretty big... I don't know where the titles go, but that seems like a pretty big deal. For sure. So tell us about Mrs. Michigan. Okay. There are different pageant systems, and many people are a little get a little confused. There is actually more than one Mrs. Michigan, okay. uh, even though that's not something you actually run around telling people. But if you're watching this <laughs> podcast, you get to know the inside scoop, right? Well, there's not a million of them, so it's still an no, elite it, group. Right? It is. It is, definitely. So there are different... There are different pageant systems, though. Right. So there's Miss USA. There's the Miss America system. Right there, that's two separate yeah, ones. Uh, a lot of people think that they are one and the same. Those two are probably the most well-known because those are the ones that receive all of your yeah. all of your media attention. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the, those are the ones that people are most familiar with. However, the one that I did was uh, the Mrs. Michigan Galaxy system, and that was... An ama- that that's an amazing system as well, and that that's where I was crowned Mrs. Michigan. So that was an awesome year. I uh, believe that year, uh, Kayla Morrell, which is one of my best best friends, uh, signed on to be my pageant assistant. She said she wanted to go to everything that I was going to as well, <laughs> and we would go to events. I would show up at an event that maybe she couldn't make, and they were like, "Oh, where's your pageant assistant?" I think they really thought that was a position. So. <laughs> Official. Quite funny how that all came about. And that those nationals were in Florida. So yeah, it's been it's been quite a journey that but I went right from right from Miss Kerwood to running for Miss Michigan. <laughs> so it was a very small fish in a great big pond. <laughs> yeah. 
That's all right. You learned a lot. You can't and never could until you tried, right? That's what we always say here. So, so you've been doing it for a long time. So obviously you're passionate Mm -hmm. about it. I can hear it when you talk about it, but what is it that you love most about it? I mean, it sounds like you love the opportunity to give back and do things. So what is it you love most about the pageant world? My current title, I'm the Peer International Ms. Elite Stars and Stripes. So I'll compete in July. again. (laughs) I didn't make that up, but it's kind (laughs) of cool that that (laughs) that that worked. Uh, so I'll be competing in July at Disney this year, which is pretty awesome. awesome. Be Very able to cool. take Owasso to Disney. My daughter's excited too. She's going to be a, she'll tag along with me. She has won that pageant system for her division the the first time she tried it. So maybe I can uh-huh. even get some, some pointers from her too. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, but congratulations. To, oh, yeah, ahead, I was going to say, no. but back to your question, uh, part of that system is it's a Christian based organization and it really just formulates around being able to help others and what talents do you have that you can contribute to others. So they don't tell you exactly what your missions need to be, but once you're a part of an organization like that, you definitely, it's always been a part of me anyway. So it's been to give back. And so I think it's really neat to be a part of a sisterhood like that, that is out there across the world making a difference in the lives of others. And their hashtag is hashtag be the impact. So definitely check that out and how all of the ways Peer International is making and making impact across the globe is pretty awesome. Very cool. I love it. I love it. Well, congratulations on all that, on your success, continued success, both with that and Elite Alert. Elite Early Learning Center. Thank you. And now we're going to, and we'll probably talk a little bit more about that, but we're going to move on to a segment of the show that we've introduced this season, uh, and it's called 50 Questions. Okay. And so we're just going to go through, and we're going to get to know everything there is to know about you. By the time you leave today, uh, there's going to be no more secrets about Kendra Nichols. So <laughs> okay. are you ready? For sure. All right. <clears throat> How did you start your day today? Letting the dogs out. We have four retired racing greyhounds. Oh, Wow. If you could spend a day with anyone in the world, who would that be? You, Tony. Me? Oh. <laughs> well, what would you do with that person? A podcast? <laughs> uh, I, I just believe in cherishing each and every day, but I definitely would say if I could choose one person, my favorite is Dina Carter. I, she's a, a country singer, and I just think she's a pretty neat, dynamic gal, so I'd go Dina Carter. So what would you do with Deanna Carter? Dina Carter, we would, she sings barefoot, we'd probably just... Sing, sing barefoot. Sing I think it would be awesome. <laughs> what is the one thing you'd love to master? One thing I would love to master would be, I don't know, let's come back to that one. All right, pass. Uh, are you a texter or a caller? I like, to, if I need an immediate answer, I'm calling. So I definitely like to call, but I do text a lot. You do text. Well, who's the last person you called? Hmm. I believe my daughter last night, she went to a bonfire and I said, time to come home. <laughs> Is it bonfire or bond fire? We've been having this debate. I'm going to say bonfire. B-O-N? Bonfire. I like the, I like the word bond because you're bonding on the fire, but everyone's telling me it's bond. I so. think it's going to be bond. <laughs> um, where were you born and raised? I was born in Flint, Michigan, raised in Bancroft and most of my life in Owasso. Where did you go to high school? Durand. All over the, the county. What what do you love most about working with children? When the light bulb comes on, when they've learned something new, that's that's a pretty awesome experience. And just having them be able to greet you at the door is pretty awesome too. If you could give parents one word of advice in 2023, what would it be? Spend time outside. 
What is the, I love that. What is the hardest thing about running a childcare center? Misconceptions, I think, definitely having to do with uh, finances um, and how, how it's, how it's funded. <laughs> Believe me, child cares are not, not getting rich. We're just trying yeah. to survive. Sure. Just like all of us, right? What have you done for the very first time recently? Very first time recently. Mm. That's good a one. good one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the very first time. Goodness. Uh, I read a book from cover to cover. I'm, it's hard for me to sit down. I love to read. I do enjoy reading, but to actually read it from cover to cover, because otherwise I might just start five books at one time. Yeah, same. Very cool. Uh, in 10 years, what will you regret doing way too much of? I would say... Mm, reflecting or maybe just like things from the past don't don't think about them yeah just move on like today's a new day relish today love it if you could resurrect one person from history and place them in today's world who would it be i think abe lincoln he is just a cool guy i did uh i had <clears throat> in high school you know every year we had to do a research paper and i had a different english teacher year i did abe lincoln four different times the same paper I, I, but just the I knew a lot about him at the one leadership point. and all of the change that he made for our country awesome just yeah. and the uh, hat don't you think he needs to bring the hat the to top hat's got to come back for sure dallas littner tried to bring it back during the Kerwin <laughs> festival uh what is your favorite thing about Owasso? the the small town feel the people when you walk down the street and literally my daughter said, mom, do you know everyone? <laughs> my kids do <laughs> yes, the same I do. thing. Yes, I do. My kids say the same thing. <laughs> so if, I'm, if I don't see you, someone will. <laughs> right. What is that. your perfect dessert? I love a triple chocolate meltdown. What is the strangest nickname you've ever been given? My dad still to this day calls me Kindy. Kindy. It's, no one else really calls me that, but Kindy. It's just not really even close to Kendra, but that's what? my dad for you. What is the most important quality that a successful person should have? Kindness. Definitely. Love that. What is a daily habit everyone should do? Do one thing for you. Just one thing. Even if it's you're going to spend a little bit longer on your hair today, you're going to go for a walk in the park. Even if you have business to do, just find one thing that you do just for you. Hmm. Good advice. Um, what is your favorite fast food? I would definitely have to say tacos. So Taco I'm going to go with Taco Bell. And I Run love that Corona has a Taco now Bell now. Now we have two. <laughs> now I'm in trouble. I'll have to have uh, more walks in the park They're both now. <laughs> right across from Weed Shop. So I wonder if there's like a correlation there between the munchies and Taco No Bell. comment. <laughs> um, what is your go-to karaoke song? Uh, She's in Love with a Boy by Trisha Yearwood. All right. Uh I'm most happy when I'm doing what? You're most happy when you're doing what? When I'm doing what? I love spending time with my daughter, especially when she's in a good mood. That's the best part. What is the wildest interview question you've ever had to answer for a pageant? Your definition of feminism. Oh, I'll have to look that answer up. Is Mario Lopez the greatest pageant host of all time? <laughs> Uh, I haven't seen him in person, so. No comment. <laughs> Favorite way to spend a Sunday? I enjoy going to church and then grabbing some breakfast afterwards, even if it's a even if it's a noon 
Yeah. If I haven't went to the morning church, I can still catch the noon one, which is pretty awesome. Um, if I really slept in, I will catch it online and then uh, just going to, to brunch or something afterwards or sitting by the pool and just relaxing after. Sounds like a good Sunday to me. Describe yourself as a kid. We played outside a lot. So if you just had like the hose and some neighbor kids, yes. <laughs> let the festivities begin. We would make... Drinking some, out of the hose, right? Yeah, some pretend car washes or <laughs> turning our bikes upside down and making ice cream. Did anybody else do that? Uh, turning the bike upside down and making ice cream. I never spin the wheels I and making ice cream. One, but oh, Tony, you missed so, out. I did a lot of stuff outside. My dad didn't let us in the house. If it was like, a, you know, if it was a nice day, get out of the house. So <laughs> that's how I grew up. Um, what did you love about school and what did you hate about school? I loved, of course, what every, every other child loves, and that's recess or seeing your friends. Mm -hmm. But I, I enjoyed learning and always have that desire to continue to learn. So, What advice would you give your 16-year-old self? Mm, don't let anyone tell you that you can't. Uh, make it, figure out how you can. When is the first time that you truly felt successful? I would say purchasing the center and then during the pandemic having, I had already made that commitment to make that move and that was really scary and we never missed one day for parents and we were never closed one day for the pandemic either. So I'm going to say, I'm going to awesome. call that a win. That's a big win. Yeah. What is a must read book? I enjoyed... I've enjoyed a couple. Like I said, I read parts of them, so that's probably not fair to the author, but I, the, the Maxwell books, like the Leadership 101s, I, I enjoyed yeah. those books. Those are, I like the, yeah, those are, those are really good. Um, what is your favorite podcast? I am not a huge sign in for a lot of podcasts, but I have listened to AZ's podcast. So just know that well, you're you getting info to on that there. one. <laughs> and I do listen to Nicole Franzel. So okay. she is up in the thumb area. She has a podcast, her and her mom. She was one of the big brother winners from season 16. Gotcha. And I do enjoy listening to her. She's a lot of fun. She came to, uh, she actually used to work with Kayla at Subway okay. in Ubley. And yeah, she came to Owasso and we, um, had a, a, a fun day and went to the Detroit Lions and very cool. Just had a great great time together. So it's nice that she's doing something still doing out there. Yeah, yeah, still down to earth. And if you were stranded on an island with only one album for the rest of your life, what would it be? That was a toss up when I had this question before, actually. But it would be some Dina Carter or I'm in love with. If I had to choose just one, I probably would do the Dixie Chicks album. I can drive anywhere, go anywhere, and do anything with the good old Dixie Chicks album. Yeah. I don't know what her name is, the, the main singer. Her voice is incredible. It's incredible. Um, what is a must-binge TV series? I enjoy <laughs> Love, it for, or Love is Blind. I liked that one. Um uh, that's a good, but you only yeah, have to I don't, I don't watch a lot, like a ton of TV, but... Well, what's a movie you could one? watch over and over again? Definitely The Wizard of Oz, uh, The Labyrinth. I have a couple favorites. My all-time right. favorite, like Disney movie, would be The Little Mermaid. 
I could watch all of those. Um, I have. Is it good? I haven't it seen it. It is good. It's missing it's a like couple of scenes. That, mark on it. It's good. It's, I love the original so much and it's know every word, so it's yeah. it's hard. I've had a hard time with the live action reboots because like all those cartoons are my childhood, and so like it's probably better production quality, better everything. But it's like oh, you yeah. missed like you missed that scene. I thought they did a really good job with Aladdin. Well, if okay. you saw the re- the remake of I Aladdin, that's I'll really good. That but, sorry, I ran out to we'll see, see Little answer. Mermaid. Though. That's okay. I ran out to see the Little Mermaid uh, be- only because the first one was is so much my favorite and the one that I could literally yeah. watch and sing over and over. But I think they definitely missed the ball when missed the boat. Missed the boat. Get it? Um, <laughs> definitely missed the boat when they didn't include the chef scene. Because that's one of my favorites, so yeah. I was a little disappointed about that part. Well, I've I've heard the I haven't seen it yet, but the I've heard the gal who plays Ariel, her voice is incredible. Like mm-hmm. she sounds all like her when she's singing, at least her singing voice. Um, the ethnicity is was different for me. Um, okay. I appreciated it, but I I think that could definitely be a debate as well. Yeah. Um, just due to the fact that when you have Ariel and we have those kiddos who identify with Ariel and then all of a sudden they're like, Oh, Ariel doesn't look like me anymore. But I do appreciate that. That's, that's not what the movie is about. That's not the, the, the the actual storyline. It's that it becomes the character. So I, I, appreciate what Disney is doing with that. But I would, I would almost like to see them develop some additional Disney characters um, just to I continue agree. to provide that identity for kiddos. Yeah. It's, it's kind of weird that they're like, I don't want to call it weird. I mean, I, I, I'm with you too. I understand what they're trying to do, but yeah, I think develop new characters, you know I mean? Changing the old characters isn't necessarily, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of with you there. So <laughs> that could um, probably be that, another, that's whole a podcast, podcast for a whole nother day. <laughs> Um, if Hollywood made a movie about Kendra Nichols, who would you want them to cast as you? Oh goodness. I have had many people who have said that Jessica Simpson and I, we had a little resemblance. See that? So see that? Perhaps her, as long as she was doing all appropriate things. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Um, what is the thing you enjoy most about working with our Kerwood Queens? Getting them exposed in, in the community and being able to give back so that they also have that desire when they're no longer part of the royalty. And I think that was evident this year, too. Our last year's queen was one of the uh, campaign managers for Mr. Owasso. So just getting out there, being more involved, letting them see how they can how they can give back. So why should young girls in our community get involved with Kerwood? Mm-hmm. We have closed the gap, so now it's any girl that is eight years old through 23 and we have something something for everyone and we do our best to try to find what are they passionate about and then we will make our appearances around that so if they're definitely passionate about the humane society for example then let's do some humane society Um, what what are they interested in so we can help match those up and continue for it to be a long time relationship and not just a one summer love it what is your favorite quote just be yourself no one is better qualified love that one who is uh what is the favorite place you've ever been new york fashion week for in paris this past year was Pretty phenomenal. The day they turned the uh, turned the entire Eiffel Tower to a, a sparkling pink was pretty incredible pretty to cool. be there for that. It was neat. 
Um, if you had one last meal, what are you eating? Probably El Pachero. I really like tacos. <laughs> <laughs> That's twice for tacos. What is success to you? Tacos is also my favorite, by the okay. way. What is success to you? Success is finding your passion and going going after it. And you need to be able to be patient to get there, but being hardworking in order to make it happen. What is one random fact about you? We're almost done. I have four greyhounds and possibly looking at another. They're kind of like potato chips. Nobody can have just one. (laughs) Um, Retired racers. Totally irrational fear you have. I've been skydiving, but I I don't think I would ever bungee jump. I don't know that that's irrational. That's a good fear, but I thought I, you said uh, irrational. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I think a lot of people are afraid of that one, but that's all right. I misunderstood the question. That's okay. Do you have an irrational fear, like just something that most people aren't afraid of, but you are? Mm, closed, like closed in places. Yeah. And even if I went to like a haunted house, I'm not scared of the haunted house. I'm just scared that I can't see or be able to get out. <laughs> <laughs> My wife in an elevator, she can't do it. Um, if you could have any job in the world, what would it be? I love what I do. I, I, I love what I do. What is your love language? But if I wait, oh, well, I'm going to say, but, um, I mean, always a country wait, singer, there's right? More. Yes. Watch yeah. out. Dana Carter. That's right. Um, what is your love language? <laughs> Words of affirmation. Um, you look lovely today. <laughs> Thank you. If you could broadcast a message to the entire world right now, what would it be? Continue to, Promote kindness. I, yeah, promote kindness. What is your proudest achievement? Proudest achievement would be having three businesses and awesome people. So my third business, well, I also own a Millennium Lawn and Snow business, and we started that in 2005. So that's been a thriving business that has been awesome. Very cool. And then I'm also an independent beauty consultant for... Mary Kay products, and I never saw myself doing that until I fell in love with the skincare. So if you're looking for good skincare, definitely look me up. Good plug. Um, What is something important that you've learned in life that would help others succeed? Something something I've learned in life? Something you've learned in life or on your journey that you think would help someone else succeed? Hard work. I in today's world, people people want sure. everything right now. And if you're going to build an empire, it's not going to happen overnight. So definitely just keep working at it. Give it give it your give it your all and find those people that are on your team to help you get there. Young people watching, old people watching, patience is so undervalued. Everybody looks at the instant success online. They see the person that was nobody yesterday and they made this viral video and now there's somebody and they're all of a sudden making millions of dollars. And what I want to tell you is that yes, that happens, but it's so rare. 99.999% of the time, it just takes hard work and patience and find out what it is you're passionate about it. Go after it. Don't feel like it has to happen tomorrow. Be willing to put in the long days and the early mornings and the late nights Put the work in and those things will come to you. And if you are one of the jackpot winners, the, you know, people that just was that overnight success, which again is so rare. Um, 
great. That's good for you. But you're, you got to stop being so hard on yourself that it's taking time. It just takes time. Put in your thousand hours, put in your 10 years, put in the work and success will come to you. Uh, end rant. Um, in your opinion, what success? Oh, I already asked you that question. With everything going on in your life, this is the last question. With everything going on in your life today, what makes you most happy these days? Spending time with friends and family. I, I, I especially just just enjoy that. It's been neat to watch, uh, just watch G be able to grow. And like I said, we'll be celebrating our official one year Gotcha Day. And, um, when she came, when we first met, she couldn't speak English and just to see, and I love celebrating her and all of her successes. And that's, that is where I find true joy in my heart is just seeing her grow and all the opportunities that she's going to have is, it's pretty cool to be a mom. Yeah. Gee, you are well loved. <laughs> so go out there and do something great. That's awesome. Well, you did it. 50 questions, studio audience, round of applause. Good job. <laughs> So now I think we know everything there is to know about you. So we're going to do one more segment, Mr. Owasso, uh, DJ Chewy, okay. Casey Lambert, whatever we're going to call him now. Uh, we can't give him too many titles because we don't want it to go to his head. Um, but he's going to ask make us. his hair fall out. He's going to ask us a couple of questions that are related to a beauty pageant, I believe. Is that correct? And we'll see who gives the best answer. I have no experience in this. You have some. So... <laughs> We'll see how I can do here. So we're going to have Casey come on right now. Casey, take it away. Hello and welcome to the 2023 Mr. and Mrs. AZ pageant. I'm your host, Casey Lambert, not to be confused with Mario Lopez. Or Mr. Owasso. Today, our contestants will be answering three questions each, and the winner will be crowned the Mr. or Owasso. Mrs. AZ pageant winner. Can, can you give us the, like, can you just, if I win, can you just pass the Mr. Owasso title right to me? No, I cannot, you Tony. Do that? You don't have the authority to do that. But you can run for Mr. Owasso next year. I'm not a good runner. At CurwoodFestival.com. That is true. <laughs> Cheap plug. So first, we will start with our podcast guest for today, Miss, Mrs. Kendra Mrs. Nichols. Kendra, your first question. You're going what, down, by the way. What can parents learn from their own children. Not to sweat the small stuff. Weak. Weak answer. Excellent. Just, just joking. Answer. <laughs> this is actually really good. Thank you. Our I'm next question. To trash talk. I'm used to playing sports. So do we trash talk in a pageant? Does that happen? <laughs> not no. not if you're part of a good was, pageant. I, we're supposed to like hug even if we it's like a if sisterhood, I lose. Tony. Supposed, oh, it's a sisterhood. Family. A it's sister. a family. Never been a sister from another mister. <laughs> All right. Mr. Nash. Your first question. Okay. Recently, NASA had their first all-women spacewalk. What does this mean for women in STEM? <laughs> in STEM. I'm going to say world peace. <laughs> is that the right answer? That is the correct uh, answer. Oh, yes. I got it. No, that wasn't my real <laughs> answer. So repeat the question again. The, answer, the question is, NASA just had their first all-female spacewalk. What does this mean for women in science, technology, and math. Okay, so this is all hinged on whether I believe that people actually have went to the moon and walk in space, or if the International Space Station International Space Station is actually just underwater in Florida. Who knows? I'm a little bit of a conspiracy junkie, um, but I think this means uh, for women that uh, 
that if men can walk in space, so can women. I don't know. That's all I got. I think it's a it's a one small step for woman, for a woman, for women, one giant step for womankind. Excellent answer. That's very good. That's going to be a tough one to determine that round. I nailed that. So, second question for Mrs. Nichols: What do you think? Sorry, do you think individuals are just fair and just out of fear of consequence? Or for compassion for others? One more time. Again, the question, do you think individuals are just and fair out of fear of consequences or compassion for others? If you're being just and fair, it needs to come from compassion. It needs to come from just being that person, not because you are fearful that you to do the right thing because they'll, they'll catch you. So do it with all of your true heart. Excellent answer. Can you tell she's been in pageants before Tony? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Tony, question number two, if you were given $1,000 right now, what would you do with it? Uh, Well, uh, I think most of the world doesn't have maps such as Iraq. I personally believe that U.S. Americans are unable to do so because uh, some people out there in our nation don't have maps, and uh, I believe that our ed- education, like such as in South Africa and uh, the Iraq, everywhere like such as, and I believe that they should, uh, our education over here in the U.S. should help the U.S. or should help South Africa and should help the Iraq and the Asian countries so we will be able to build up our future for our children. Thank you very much, South Carolina. Um, <laughs> is that how it goes? <laughs> uh, given $1,000 right now, what would I do? Um uh, this is supposed to be a very selfless answer. You can't do a ton with a thousand dollars, but I'm gonna say that I would give it to Jordan Sovis because him and his wife have been having a difficult time lately with their baby. So mm. I would give it to them to help with their costs. Mm. Excellent. Good Thank answer. you. Okay. Good. That's a great answer. <laughs> I don't know if it is world peace, but you know, Jordan, we love you. All right. Um, and Mrs. Nichols, your last question. If you had the choice, would you rather be president or first lady? I enjoy being the boss. I'll take that president spot. President Nichols, Nichols 2024. Excellent. Anyone besides Biden or Trump. Sorry. Okay. (laughs) I'd vote for Nichols. I also vote for Nichols. Uh, Tony, your last question, and this is a doozy. It's very neck and neck up to this point, but your answer could tip this in your scales. Uh, okay. I'm what ready. is the most important thing our society needs? Well, we talked about this a lot in the podcast, but I'm going to say, uh, well, let me, let me start over. We did talk about kindness. I think that is probably the most important trait that our society needs. But I think the thing that our society needs the most is Jesus. I am mm-hmm. obviously a very God-fearing man. I think the only hope for America or our world is Jesus. So to me, the thing that our society needs is more Jesus. Amen. You may not agree, but I believe it. 
Excellent. And we are just uh, going to calculate the judges' scores. Yes, they are in at this time, and it has been determined that the winner of the 2023 Mr. and Mrs. AZ Pageant are you is... Supposed to, are you supposed to announce first runner-up? Isn't that how they do that? <laughs> they don't announce don't the get winner. on me about this, They Tony. announce first runner-up. I am Mario Lopez And the top here. five. <laughs> you can go back to South Africa, such as, Steve, with that aptitude. Steve Harvey. Don't, All right. Don't get this wrong. the wrong winner. <laughs> Are you guys ready? We're ready. We're winner ready. is... Both of you, congratulations. Oh, That's, Everybody's a winner in the Mr. and Mrs. AZ pageant. And as a matter of fact, this is the first time this season where Tony's won. <laughs> Ish. I had to say her answers were much I vote, better. I was going to say, I vote for you. I thought well, your answers were really, really well, good. Well, her answers were more concise. I had to think and stumble and, you know, but, but it was good. So that, that was fun. Can you tell that they, uh, that Kendra and Tony have both been in pageants before? Yes, I have been. <laughs> I have so, definitely thank, been in pageants. Thank you, Kendra, for Husky playing. Dads thank you. Of America. Thank you, for your Tony, votes for too, playing. Guys. Appreciate it. And now we'll get back to the podcast. All right, Kendra. Well, thank you for joining us today. It was thank awesome. You. I had a lot of fun. I learned Me a lot too. of new things about you. Uh, I'm excited about what you got going on. I'm excited for our community to take part in it. Thank you for all you do for our community as well. And uh, if you don't know Kendra, get to know her. If you have young children that are in need of care uh, or you know someone that does, which is probably all of you, reach out to them. If you want them to have an alert, I'm sorry, an elite, or I'm trying to say elite and early to the same thing. It's tough. If you want them to have an elite uh, learning experience, take them over there and they'll take good care of you. But before we go, Kendra, I'm going to give you the opportunity to look into that camera and plug whatever you want to plug. Go for it. If you have small children that you are looking to have childcare, preschool experiences for, or even a summer camp experience, you definitely want to check out Elite Early Learning Center. You can check that out at 989-720-KIDS. That's K-I-D-S, 5437. 989-720-5437. If you are in need of some grass mowing or anything for snow removal, please look up Millennium Lawn and Snow. That is 989-723-3698. For Millennium Lawn and Snow, we do lawn and snow removal as well as edging, tree trimmings, or if you need some gravel hauled or rock, whatever you might need delivered to your house in the Owasso area is primarily where our market is right now just due to the abundance of, of business that is needing, needing those services, but Owasso and surrounding communities. If you are looking for some skincare products, definitely check out my website at Kendra Marie Nichols. That's K-E-N-D-R-A Marie, M-A-R-I-E, Nichols, N-I-C-H-O-L-S dot M-K at gmail.com. And we'll be able to, to hook you up for some skincare products for anti-aging. If you do contact me at 989-723-3698, I have a free facial if you see this podcast that would love to get out to you and see how you like the product. I have to say that is probably the greatest plug we've ever had in over 100 episodes on the No Easy Way Out podcast. That was excellent. You you plugged everything. You gave all the digits, the socials, the websites. I mean, usually when I ask people, they kind of like freeze up like, oh, I have to talk about my own business right now. But you nailed it. So great plug. Check Kendra out. If you need uh, child care, lawn care, 
face care she cares so go see kendra give her a call you got all the phone numbers there all the socials so go check it out again thanks for coming on the show today we appreciate it thanks for having fun with us good luck and everything you got going and keep up the good work and if you're still with us thank you for joining us as my mother always says you can't and never could until you tried so go out there and try something great my friends and don't take the easy way out we'll see you next time